0: All right, everybody, welcome to this month's episode of Cook Wild. I'm with my boy, Foodie Mike C., and he is making something that I have wanted for a long time. A venison French dip sandwich. This is going to be perfect uh, for game day. So Super Bowl's coming up here in just a couple weeks. This is going to be perfect to throw in the pot to impress your crowd and feed a whole bunch of people for really, really cheap. So stay tuned in right here, and Foodie Mike C. is going to tell you exactly how to make it. Guys, if you're a traditional archer and you have not checked out Three Rivers Archery, what are you waiting for? Three Rivers Archery is your one-stop shop for all things traditional archery. They have the largest in-stock selection of of traditional archery equipment anywhere. Same-day shipping, very, very, very knowledgeable. Listen, I use Three Rivers all the time. If I've got a question on tuning, if I've got a question on broadheads, if I've got a question on brace height or anything like that— I use Three Rivers for everything. They know the products because they use the products. Three Rivers Archery is by far the gold standard when it comes to traditional archery. So guys, if you're just getting into traditional archery, I would encourage you to use Three Rivers as a resource for knowledge and understanding and growing and learning and as a place to get all those products that you're going to be needing as you take this journey. So, Mike Castaneta, um, Foodie Mike C., Foodie Chef Mike C., mm. has taught us how to make some incredible stuff over the last few months. Um, and I have wrong. wanted... What? We're still rolling. I know. We're going to keep going. Yeah. And I have wanted to, for a long time, been taught how to make venison French dip sandwiches. I love French dip sandwiches, and I've always thought it would turn out really good with venison. And so, this month, I said, Mike, Teach me how to make venison French tips. It's great to throw in a pot and get ready for a big crowd of people. Super Bowl Sunday is coming up, so I wanted to learn how to make it before Super Bowl Sunday so I can impress all my friends. Uh, But then I have to tell them it's Mike's recipe. So anyways, that's what I challenged Mike with this month, and he blew it out of the stinking water. Deer meat that you can literally just pull apart with your fingers, and it shreds and falls apart. It was so delicious. It was incredible. cost me $10.39. Wow. Outside of the, the meat, of course, outside of the venison roast. It cost me $10.39, and Mike made it up. Yeah. So, Mike, walk us through what you did. Sure. So, let me, let me just start out by saying, if you want to
1: know Dylan on a personal level, this is how you know Dylan on a personal level. He says to me, hey, this is what I want to do. Can we do it? I said, absolutely no problem. He says, cool. Here's the meat. Let's shoot tomorrow morning brings me this roast that is completely frozen last night mm. and uh that's that's how i had to start this recipe so um there, well, are, there are a few different ways you can
0: go about this when I you never want to do heard this. somebody complain because i give them a big old chunk of meat right <laughs> well um hey here's a bunch of free meat and then they complain about it yeah but i'm
1: cooking for you so yeah you are but <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> so uh Initially, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, how do I want to do this? You know, Do we want to smoke it forever and just try to hit the proper internal temperature? We could even do like a sous vide method to where basically I'm vacuum sealing this thing. I'm cooking it on, let's say, 135, 140 degrees, and you can cook that for 14 hours and uh, lock it in with some herbs and whatever seasonings you want. And basically, when you're cooking it that long, you are doing the same thing that we are doing in a crock pot or an instant pot, um, but it's not necessarily fall apart tender, but it is still super tender to where you slice it. It's your typical like roast beef that you might think of when you're doing um, something like this. So um, when Dylan said, hey, we should look at maybe doing a crock pot method, the, the big game's coming up, we want something easy. I thought that'd be perfect. You know, We could cube it up, we can add our seasonings. I thought, hey, maybe we'll infuse a little beer to the recipe because everybody loves beer. It's gonna make it perfect. So that's what we did. I wanted to start off by cubing it up. I had some Montreal steak seasoning to kind of give it a little more flavor to kind of hide that gaminess that's going to be inside the deer. And then I had some things like bay leaf. And then when we go to cook it, you can see that we're adding things like some uh, sauteed mushroom and onion. We have the au jus that we do. And um, I mean, it really just makes for a, a perfect dish.
0: Well, and the reason I wanted to do crock pot was because <clears throat> everybody's got a crock pot. Yeah. And I didn't want there to be any excuses like, well, I don't have a big smoker. Mm -hmm. This is something that literally anybody can make, like anybody can throw in the crock pot in a matter of minutes and come back and it's ready. Yeah. So what all, let's, let's, let's look at crock pot. You made yours in an instant pot, but Mm -hmm. everybody's got a crock pot. So let's look at crock pot. Sure. What's this something you're going to drop a roast. Mm -hmm. So you just take a venison roast that you got from your processor. Most of you have them sitting in your freezer because you never use them. Yeah. Um, Take your roast, drop it in the crock pot. Do you put any kind of liquid in with it to keep it moist or? Yeah. So what I would say too, and kind of even going back to the whole smoker thing, if you
1: do have a smoker and you want to implement like your camp chef into this and add some more flavor, um, even when you're cubing it up um, ahead of time, you could season it throw it on your smoker for a little bit, get a little smoke flavor to it. That way when you add it to your crock pot, instant pot, whatever you're going to do, um, then you do that. And it's just going to have that much more flavor to it. Get kind yeah. of get that grill flavor to it as well. But one thing I think that is kind of uh, <clears throat> imperative when you're doing something like game is to add some sort of fat to it. So um, I would say, you know, if you add a little oil, something like that to um, this. So like essentially when I started, I kind of seared off the meat with, um, you know, just some oil first and then uh when you throw it in that's going to kind of make sure Keep it's it, not super yeah. dry because if you've overcooked any kind of game before you know it's pretty
0: bad one well, what's funny is that's what your wife came in and tried the meat she yeah. was like why she literally said why does everybody talk bad about deer meat mm-hmm. because everybody overcooks their deer meat Yep. like that the reason that people talk bad about it is because it's overcooked it's way over seasoned. people think they got to season it like crazy
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's way over seasoned it's way overcooked and they just, I mean, they, they think they have to do it some crazy way to make it taste good. Yeah. And I think that's the key is just understanding what it is and doing it right. We're not
1: necessarily trying to just hide the flavor of what it is, but we're trying to do things that are accenting what it is and um, just kind of complement, I yeah. guess. So, you know, like I said, when you're adding like some some charred, you know, mushroom and onion and things like that, the aju. I did some bay leaf in there. Uh, You know, we'll have the whole recipe for you guys to so you can see what exactly we did do. But, you know, I did add a little even (coughs) chicken stock, uh, which kind of sounds weird when you're dealing with something that's more along the the beef spectrum. But um, just kind of going with the things that I'm using in there, I felt like it's kind of on the lighter side than just the strict, you know, beef aspect to it. So we're going to go about it that way. So um, you'll see that, like I said, I had a little bit of beer to it as well, because not only are you getting... Um, just that kind of brightness of the beer, like you're having the hops that are going to kind of go with the earthiness of the game as well. So, I mean, you're playing into, you know, it's not like, Hey, we're men, we're just pouring beer into it as well. I mean, you've got to consider, you know, the ingredients that are in the beer in the, you know, the,
0: the venison that we're using anyway. Yeah. So time and temp, what do they need? I mean, it it's a Crock-Pot, they set it Mm -hmm. on low for six hours, eight hours, yeah. So that's what I would do. I mean, it, it depends if you're looking to do this
1: the night before, you know, go ahead and get everything chopped up. If and, you've got a chunk of frozen meat. Yeah. <laughs> if you got a chunk of frozen meat, we'll handle that first. But uh, <laughs> I suggest you thaw it first, you know, have it good and ready. I would cube it up first. You can do it whole if you want, but if you cube it, it's going to cook faster anyway. But uh, if you want to sear it in a pan with a little bit of oil first, throw all that into your crock pot. And um, that's going like, to give you the fat that you need. If you want to do it, on low, the night before, you can let it run all night. If you want to do it like maybe the morning of, you can go ahead and do it on high for maybe you know four or five hours, something like that. And I think that's
0: really all you're looking for there. So how did you and, – and really, you see a lot of guys when they make this type of sandwich, they put the, the gravy powder in with the roast. mm mm-hmm. How come you didn't do something like that? How come you made it you know, separate from that? Uh,
1: so there's, there are a few different things there. Um, I wanted to make sure, first off, with it being the Instant Pot that I use, like I want to have a nice pressure control. And I feel like if it was more of a gravy, I may not get that pressure control that I need. Um, so by all means, if you want to kind of do it in the Crock-Pot, you probably could. But you have to keep in mind that what you're trying to do is make this juice that you're basically braising the meat in and... If it's super thick, it may not braise down the way that you want it to. So that's why I opted to do it afterwards. So you could try to do it and maybe make it more like a a thick stewed meat, I guess. You know? But so, you did add some of the broth from the meat exactly. to the gravy. So it was kind of the same deal in the end, anyway. Yeah, in the end, in the end it works out that way. But you'll see what I do is I take some cold water and I mix it, you know, not as much cold water probably as I would normally use. But I, enough just because, you know, if you use hot water with, you know, anything that has like a starch and it, it's just going to clump up. Yeah. So cold water with your au jus. And then uh, as I get that into the pan, after it's all mixed up, I will take some of the stock and then add the stock that I used into the pan. And that's how we make like our venison, you know, infused au jus. So
0: realistically, how much prep time went into this? Like, because mm. I wasn't here for the for the first part. Not much at all. I mean, enough to you know, saute up
1: a little bit of meat, season it, and then throw it into a pot. I mean, that's so ten minutes. very minimal. Yeah. Super minimal.
0: So guys, this is going to be something, and you're going to be able to feed. I mean, especially if you've got two roasts. I mean, you'll be able to feed 10 people oh, pretty yeah. easily. Absolutely. Make um, sliders with it or something. Yeah. Get some Hawaiian rolls. Oh, and and we didn't, you know, we didn't have any sides or anything. We just did it to taste it and eat it. Um, I mean, I ate two and a half sandwiches, so I'm full, but yeah, he ate mine. I went um, to get mine and it was gone. He so. didn't get the training. Um, So with with one roast, you're gonna be able to feed you know seven, eight, nine people. With two roasts, you'll be able to feed ten people, an army, yeah, um, twelve people. Uh, And most people have a few roasts sitting around. So, um, and as soon as I ate this, I told Mike I will be having more roasts made out of deer because this is, I mean, it's a great meal prep option. It's a great Mm -hmm. feed a crowd option. It's a great game day option. It's a great um, cold weather like comfort food, like. It's just a super good recipe. Throw it over some mashed potatoes. That, or oh my gosh. Some carrots. and that, oof. that literally cost me $10.38 to make and took just a few minutes to get ready and throw in the pot. So guys, give this a shot. Give it a try. I promise you it's going to impress people. My son loved it. His wife, who's never had wild game, loved it. Um, we all loved it. So give this recipe a shot. Give it a try. You will not be disappointed. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Y'all have a fantastic week.